This podcast has been brought to you by the Tampa Bay Podcast Network. Hey, drumsters, it's Marie Mutel. Welcome back to another episode of The Little Drummer Girl. So excited that you're here because I have some exciting news for you. I have Mark Asquith coming up on the episode today from Captivate FM and Rebel Base Media. Also, I wanted to let you know, if you go to the website, www.littledrummergirl.com, that's L-I-L-drummergirl.com forward slash Captivate, you can also check out the video version. And you- You'll be able to get your hosting and have a week for free so that you can see if you like hosting your podcast there if you're looking to grow a podcast. And create a website with it. Check it out, and, and they got different plans. And you can also have a couple different shows in there, up to twelve thousand downloads. You don't have to pay more than the nineteen dollars a month for, which is pretty amazing because for the last five years I've used in Lipson, and I have to pay like almost twenty dollars a show just to be able to see how many downloads I get, where they're coming from, and really get the demographics on it and all the different details. Whereas if I took the five dollar plan at Lipson, I won't get that information. So it's important to know where your audience is coming from and how old they are and what countries they're living in so that you can really tailor the information to them. Mark is a serial entrepreneur who has built global successful design, marketing software, and digital businesses since he quit his job in 2005. Billed as the UK podcast expert, Mark is the CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media a podcast tech and strategy company that owns Captivate FM, Podcast Success Academy, Productivity, Podcast Websites, and Rebel Base Studios. He is well known as being an insightful, thought-provoking, and actionable podcast industry keynote speaker. He's also a wildly approachable Brit and Star Wars and DC Comics geek. I am so excited that he's with us here today because he has a wealth of knowledge to teach you guys. So without further ado, here's Mark. Mark, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm just blown away that you've taken the time out of your crazy schedule because I know you just got like speaking engagements at a back-to-back, even with Corona going on, you're still wickedly busy. So thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Dawn. It's, uh, It's always fun to do these things, so it's never a chore. So yeah, thanks for doing what you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Created a special presentation for us. So do you mind if I let you just jump right in and share and give us all your wealth of knowledge that you have to share with us today? Absolutely. Let's do that. Yeah, I'm going to share my screen in a second. So we're going to talk very quickly about trailers and how you can use them to generate new listeners, in particular, sort of long-term listeners, people that, that will stick around. You know, we're going, to, we're going to talk about just some of the pitfalls of asking people to subscribe and why that perhaps probably not the, the best call to action to use. So yeah, I'm going to share my screen and we'll dig into that right now. Let's go for this. I've done this talk a few times, actually, in varying guises. I've done it, did it at Podcast Movement in Los Angeles. I've done it at PodFest Live. I did it at PodFest Virtual and done it for Upreneur Summit here in the UK and Andrew and Pete. And now we're here doing a slightly revised version, actually, that really focuses on one part of this. But the goal of it, the goal of all of this is just to get more listeners that are genuine listeners, people that are not just transient downloads, that aren't just there 
to kind of bolster your download numbers. We, we want to get people that you don't have to chase, you know, that, you, that will continually listen to what you do. So let's dig into it, how to get more listeners. And we're going to introduce a couple of concepts. But before we do that, this is what I do. I don't look like that all the time. I look a lot rougher than that. That was back in the heyday of 2019 when I had a good haircut and uh, I was able to wear a jacket and not just wear sweatpants and uh, like hoodies all the time. Thanks, coronavirus for that one. But we just make podcast stuff. So I run Rebel Base Media. We make podcast hosting platform Captivate and we make some other podcast technology as well. Things like podcast websites to help podcasters with their WordPress, the Academy, Podcast Success Academy to help with digital skills, SEO, uh, social marketing, email marketing uh, that people just don't really tell you about as a podcast and productivity, which is an interaction platform. And I run a podcast called the Podcast Accelerator, which I do three times per week, which is quite cool. I enjoy doing that one. It's, uh, it's, just a, it's just podcast education and insights, but in a really short form format. So really nice and easy uh, just, to, just to kind of digest. So the reason for me telling you that is because that's what I do every day, build podcasts, work with podcasters uh, all over the world. So I kind of see a lot of data points. I see a lot of people doing silly things. I see a lot of people doing things that other people have told them to do that are a little bit old school, a little bit antiquated. You know, it's not 2012 anymore. It's not 2013 anymore. Things have changed. Uh, so I like to push the boundaries a little bit. And that's what we're going to do today here. And we're going to cover three particular things. The content hamster wheel, uh, the listener acquisition flow, and building the perfect podcast trailer, which you might think, well, that sounds a little bit pointless. Sounds a little bit, why would I bother with that? It's just a trailer, but it's actually really important. All right, we'll get to that in a second. So let us dive in. Content hamster wheel. and. This can at best be summed up with that little bit of orange at the bottom. Hey, I've got a podcast. Go and subscribe right now. And that's because most of the time, all we do is we just ask people to subscribe. You know, we'll post a tweet and it's go subscribe. We'll put a Facebook post. It's go subscribe. LinkedIn, go subscribe. We even at events, it's okay, I've got a podcast. Go subscribe. It's, it's heavy. All right. It's what we do. But the reason we do that is because we're on this like hamster wheel. We're on a hamster wheel of creating content where that's all we want to do. Like we give ourselves a great pat on the back when we get a new episode out and we get to the next episode and we produce that one. We give ourselves a pat on the back, put that one out. We get to the next episode, pat on the back, put that one out. Blah, blah, blah. And we just, we never stop doing that. But the thing that suffers with that is the podcast marketing. So this is what podcast marketing generally looks like for, I don't know, 90% of podcasters that I talk to. And I'm talking here not about the brands. I'm not talking about Wondery or the people that make, you know, a few million bucks a year from sponsorship on their podcast. Although some of those guys do do that as well. I'm talking about the independent producer that sat here like you and I, and they're just doing this, Don. They're just producing a podcast like you and me are right now. And what they do is they'll tease things over on the left side with the pre-release. Hey, guess what? We've got Don talking about a brand new virtual summit coming out on the show a week on Wednesday. Guess what? Go and subscribe. Okay. And then the release week, heavy promotion. Hey, Dawn's here. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Dawn's here. She's talking about this amazing summit. Boom. I'm going to be speaking. Go and listen to what Dawn's got to say. Go and subscribe. And then ongoing. So like in, in two years time, like my hoot sweet or my buffer or my me Edgar churns up. Hey, Dawn's on the show. Go and subscribe. And it's really weird. It's like this really weird transient thing. And that's the thing. We just repeat that cycle consistently repeat, 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 repeat. If I tried to market Captivate, the podcasting platform like that, nothing would happen. <laughs> nothing would happen because it's the wrong thing at the wrong time. Okay. And that thing in the bottom corner that, Hey, I've got a podcast, go subscribe. It's a theme. It's a thing that we're going to keep seeing. We're going to keep seeing because that's what we keep asking people to do. But 
is a problem. We are measuring downloads as podcasters. What we really want as listeners, but what we ask for as subscribers. And it kind of doesn't really flow. So let's, let's recap that. We measure downloads. We want listeners, but we ask for subscribers. Like none of that maps. That's like going to McDonald's for your breakfast, expecting to get a sausage McMuffin, asking for a bagel, but really wanting some orange juice. In no other world would this work. It would not work because we're asking for different things and expecting different things. So we're kind of confused as podcast hosts sometimes. Like, what do we actually really want? And that translates then to these people, the listener, because they don't really care about us. Why would they care about us? Until they've really got to know us, until we make them care for us, they don't care. So Don, you and I got to know each other. Now we care about each other. We turn up on time for each other. We respect each other's time. We respect each other's message and I support the virtual summit and so on and so on. Like we now get along. But six months ago, I could have walked past you and we wouldn't have known each other. We didn't care about each other. We, we didn't. That was it. We just didn't know each other. There was no relationship. And that's the problem. In all of these transient tweets, these Facebook posts, these LinkedIn posts, we're asking people that don't really care about us to do something that takes a heck of a lot of time. And they, they just, they won't. Why would they? So this is a real problem. And the, the real core tenet of this is that we're asking way too much, way too soon. Okay. We're asking way too much, way too soon. And we're asking like a car salesman would. We are basically saying to someone that walks onto the lot, all right, nice to meet you. Do you want to sign the paperwork? It's like, it's like meeting someone on Tinder. First day, not, the first question you ask is not what would you like to drink? It's when's the wedding? It's way too much, way too much for most people, way too much. Allegedly, it does work for some people, but for me, way too much. And there's an inbuilt problem with this big call to action. So this is research from Edison. It's actually 2019 data. 38% of people who don't subscribe to podcasts think that the reason uh, that they don't subscribe is because you have to pay to subscribe. And why is that? Because you pay to subscribe to what? Netflix, Amazon Prime. You pay to subscribe to your graze boxes or your mail order razors and your shaving stuff and your cosmetics and everything else that you get regularly, you pay to subscribe to. And this is a real challenge because the word subscribe, it's just a hangover from RSS. You know, you used to subscribe to an RSS feed. It's just a hangover from that. That's why we say it in podcasting. But 38% of people, believe that you have to pay for podcasts because of the word subscribe. There are 1.2 million shows in the world, probably more than that. Now I would imagine there's probably as at today, this was only like a week ago that I did this. Well, maybe a month ago. And I would imagine there are now 1.4 million, maybe just slightly higher than that. It's going up startlingly fast. So your marketing is not going to be enough. If all you're doing is that stuff, you're going to suffer because you've not learned about this listener acquisition flow. Um, so it's a real problem. You know, asking people to subscribe is a real challenge. And we'll go through the reasons why, okay? And I've developed this concept called listener acquisition flow. I actually didn't know this. I'm like a weird guy. So I came up with this concept of listener acquisition flow. And then a friend of mine, Kip McGee, was a longtime listener to the podcast. And we've become friends over the years. Um, he works in broadcast. He works in radio. He's done it for years. And he was like, dude, this is what we talk about in radio. And we call it something else. And I was like, really? I had no idea. It was just, this was just a, um, this concept that I'd had this idea for because I'm a marketer. I build product and market products and try and sell product. Um, 
and I have to understand how to acquire people. So I mapped it to a listener and thought, what does that look like? And the overall goal of this is listener acquisition flow. It sounds really fancy, but it's not. The goal is just really simply give people enough of us at the right time to cultivate loyalty, recurring listens, and advocacy. Notice not the word subscription. Then ask for subscribes, okay? Talked about people, recurring listens, loyalty, and advocacy, all right? That's what, that's, that's what we're after, okay, with all this. So let's dig into this flow, and then we're going to talk about how we can get around the word subscribe. We're going to talk about the trailer stuff. We're going to get to all that and how you can pull it all together to get more subscribers. So listener acquisition flow, there are five core components to this. Lurker at the bottom, explorer, listener, subscriber, and fan. And you'll notice that listener and subscriber are different. That's freaky to people, but they're different. Okay, and we'll get into that in a second. Look at this. It kind of looks like a ladder. Now, I'm not very good at jumping, Don. I can't jump very high. And if I was to try to jump up four steps on my stairs right now, something would break. I would hurt myself. In short, it's way too much to ask. And we're trying to ask people to jump up four steps. So let's be clear on this. We're asking someone to see a tweet from a random person that they may or may not follow because a retweet may have surfaced the tweet. And we're asking them to subscribe to something in another app and download a file to then listen to for 45 minutes. When you lay it out like that, it sounds weird. Like, why would I do that? I'm all right, thanks. We're all good. So we're asking people to do that massive jump. And I've tried the four-step jump. I can't do it. It damages my shins. Just cannot do it. Because the thing is, these new listeners that we want, the people that we think we're attracting, they're not there. They're not on the fourth step. They're on the first step thinking, what's this? Why, why, what's this? why am I on a step? They're right at the bottom. And they're lurkers. They are lurkers. All right. Now, let me explain what that is. Their time is super valuable. So if you're a lurker, all you really care about is that time. So a lurker is someone that's like on their phone. So they're on their phone right here and they're second screening. So when I say second screening, they're watching TV or they're, you know, they're doing something else. And it's like, ah, oh, just, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure everyone on the planet does this now. They're watching Netflix, not really watching Netflix. They're like scrolling everything. They're like cycling Instagram and exhausting the feed and then cycling Facebook and exhausting the feed, cycling Twitter and everything and exhausting the feed. So their time is really, really valuable. You've got like a few seconds to get them. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to say to them, get onto our podcast without spending 45 minutes, number one, figuring out how the heck to get the podcast and number two, spending 45 minutes listening to a show that you might not like. People aren't going to do that because their time is mega valuable. Okay. So let's break these people down a little bit further, all right? The lurker, they're the scrollers, they're doing what they do. And they've kind of maybe heard of you. So maybe someone comes to this summit and remembers my name. And then in a year's time, they think, right, I'm going to start a podcast. What's the deal with this? Or I've got a podcast, I want to grow it. And you retweet something that I put out, Don. They're like, oh, wait a minute, I don't know how I know, how do I know Mark's name? I don't know how I know him. But that's cool content, that's fine. Imagine asking them to subscribe. They'd be like, nope, no, thank you. Because they come for you, Don. They don't come for me. You just, you just surfed in my content because you retweeted it. So they've, they've kind of heard of you. May have heard of you. Maybe you've been at an event together. Whatever. They've somehow heard of you. And, but they're warm enough where you can attract them a little bit. Just enough. You can do something with them. The explorer, they've got to know you a little bit. They're like, right, Don has tweeted this guy's stuff like five times now. So... He seems to be talking about podcasting. I'm interested in podcasting. Maybe we'll give it a whirl. Maybe we'll give it a whirl. Then the listener. 
They've gone through giving it a whirl and they've listened to four episodes of the podcast Accelerator. It could be episode 200, it could be episode 12, could be episode 53 and episode one. They're not maybe listening chronologically. They're certainly not listening to everything they'll put out. They just, they've listened to a few. Subscriber. Right. Okay. Mark does talk about podcasting. I want to learn about podcasting. I'm going to subscribe to the show by pressing this button in Apple Podcasts. And I know that when I fire up my podcast app, Mark's show will be there. And if I'm driving, if I've got enough time, I'll listen to it. And it's one of the, it's one of the shows that I'd be really happy to listen to more. That's me. I'm a subscriber. And then a fan like Kipper never misses an episode, shares everything. Like I log on to Twitter and Kipper shouting. And that's a fan, someone that loves what you do and advocates for what you do and maybe even pays you for something. Maybe even pays you for something, Patreon or whatever. Okay. So remember what I said, the subscriber, we're asking people to to subscribe to our show, but what we really want them to do is sample our show enough that they know what buttons to press to get the next thing. That's what we're asking for with the subscription. Listen to something, decide if you like it, and then know which button to press to get the next thing. That's really what subscribe means. Okay. So it gets quite interesting here because what we can do just like a marketing funnel just like anyone in any business, we can find these people at different stages and do different things for them. So what I'm talking about here is, and this is where this all kind of comes together, is we're asking for people to subscribe. But like I said, it's way too much. If you were to retweet something that I put out, Don, say I put an episode out and you were to retweet it. And my call to action was go and subscribe. One of your followers on Twitter would just think, I don't want it right now. Because I'm walking, I'm running, I'm already listening to something. I don't want this thing right now. And I'm probably not going to remember to do it. So I'll figure. But we can do something with these people, all right? So if you look at the lurker at the bottom left, what if we gave them something that was attractive? What if we gave them something that was, you know, you're watching the TV. Is it easier to pause something that you're watching and sample something for a minute or 90 seconds than it is to dive into 45 minutes. There's no risk in asking someone to do something for 90 seconds. So when we're trying to gain new subscriptions and then nurture them through to be a fan, isn't it better to start them with something that's really low risk to them? Something that whets their appetite. How many times have you walked into a restaurant, Dawn, and they've literally walked up to you, there's your seat, Dawn, there's your main course. A little bit much, a little bit forward. It's not, it's, would you like a drink? Do you want a little bit of bread? It's called step selling. You step people up. You get them, get them having a taste of something and you step them, okay? So you can do this with these people, all right? Now, there are ways that you will convert people through from being a lurker to an explorer to a listener, a subscriber, and a fan. And if you're watching this, just screenshot this right now, all right? Because this works. It does work. I'll very quickly run through them. So you attract your lurkers with a 90-second trailer, something very, very low impact, something very, very easy to digest, and something very, very simple to consume, all right? Something that lives on your website, something that lives somewhere that isn't download this new podcast app or learn what a podcast is right now and then listen to my episode. No, send them to a bloody website because people know our websites work, okay? So we attract them with a trailer and then we turn them into an explorer, And the way that we do that is we say, look, if you like this trailer, you will probably like episode 12. And the way that you do this is you look in your download analytics. So your podcast host, like Captivate, you log in, you look at your download analytics, you choose all time downloads and you look what's got the highest downloads because that's probably the most popular thing. And in the trailer, you tell them, hey, I recommend as the host that you go and check out 
insert episode number here that's got the highest downloads because the audience obviously liked that one. That turns people into an explorer and then you curate people. So you then encourage them to do more, turn them into a listener by saying, hey, do you know what? I know you might not like all my show. It's fine. Guess what? I don't like all my show. I just do this part of it because you guys like it. And I really like this part of it. So I'm going to do this bit for me. And you break your show up into segments. Like radio does this all the time. Drive time, the news, the weather, the quiz, the giveaway, all of these different things. They've got fancy jingles. Like we're used to this stuff. And talk shows do it. You know, they do it all the time. So when someone's a listener, when someone's dipping in and out of your content, wouldn't it be great if they tuned in the same time each week, just like Batman and Robin used to be back in the 60s, same bad time, same bad channel. You know what's going on. It's the same bad time, the same bad channel. I'm back for this. If you have some segments in your show, if you give people behind the scenes and relate to them, they can turn up. We do this with Spark Rebellion. They turn up for one or two different things. So we know that, for example, the news segment of one of our podcasts might not attract everyone. But some of the hardcore fans tune in for this random spotlight segment that we do. And it's 20 minutes into the episode. But at the end of the year or every three months, we can pull these segments and do a best of random spotlights. And that segment of the audience tunes in for that thing. And that's how you turn listeners into subscribers. And then you give them extra access. You give them communications. I've shouted Kipper out there, not by accident. That is on purpose because he's a fan and a subscriber. And guess what? I'm giving him extra access because I can then tell him, hey, let's talk to Dawn about you. Who's Dawn? Well, this, this is a virtual summit that's going on. I give personal communications and shout outs and I relate to them and I turn them into fans and get to know them. So like that process, it sounds quite fluffy. It sounds a little bit like that's brilliant, Mark, but you can't really action that. But you can, you can do that. That is just marketing. All right. So quite a deep process, but something that you need to consider as a podcaster. Because remember this, this cycle, how weak does it feel now we've talked about all that? It's just social. This is just social media scheduling. This is easy. And it's all right to do that, but you can't rely on this to grow your show. Okay. So you have to understand that listener acquisition flow. It's a vital part of it. And it's just something that you, you really start to get to just get a feel for as you start to understand the audience. So to recap that, all of your calls to action. So Don, let's say that one of your strategies for growing your podcast is to be a guest on other people's shows. <clears throat> what do people do at the end of a podcast? Tell us where to find you online. Actually, you should probably do that at the beginning because no one listens to the end, but that's another story. Where do they, go, and, go and find you online. Find you online. Okay, where do we go and do that? And then the person who wants to drive traffic to their podcast they do all sorts. They, they will find me on Twitter at Mr. Asquith, Instagram, Mr. Asquith. Go to captivate.fm for your hosting. Try the podcast accelerator in your podcast app of choice. What? What am I going to do? I'm not going to do any of that because it was too much. You need one call to action that sends them to this trailer. If your goal is to build your listenership, I'll tell you exactly what to do right now. Go to markasquith.com forward slash listen online and you will see the trailer right there in front of you. That is it. No more calls to action. I don't care what else you do. If you want to tweet me, you know how to find me. If you want to go to Captivate, the logo's in the corner. I'm not telling you to do any of that. Go to markasquith.com slash listen online and listen to that trailer. And you need to do a similar thing. You need to be hammering that trailer because then the trailer is designed to move people up and take people through the process, okay? So send all of your calls to action here. 
um, voila, a twinned peat. What's that? A pinned tweet. That's like a, twi- a twinned peat. Um, sounds like a whiskey. Um, so this is what I do with mine. I stick it right there at the top of my profile. Now I'll tell you straight, Don, this, my trailer is, um, has twice the number of downloads than the next most downloaded episode, which shows that, I don't know, this is very rudimentary conversions. Let's assume that 50% of people like it, 50% of people don't bother. That's all right. I'm all right with one in two. Like if I, as a marketer, I'll take a 50% conversion rate. So I pin the tweet to the top right here. Okay. And that's my trailer. It's, it's an embeddable player from Captivate Works on Twitter. It's right here. You know, I mentioned on the website, sure enough, here it is on the website. So all of my other episodes are beneath that. Even the most like recent one, but the trailer, it's the first thing. So I'm not making you dig for it or make you listen to 45 minutes of me talking. Just listen to the trailer. And if you like it, there's some other stuff. So here's the format that you can steal. All right. Steal this, literally just steal the format. All right. You need to be saying who you are. You need to a short line on your background, which is basically why should I trust you? The days and times that you release your episodes, the format of your episodes, e.g. a solo, an interview, a variety or a story-based podcast, how to find your podcast and where to find your podcast. Now that sounds very simple, but I guarantee you not that many independent podcasters do this. And when they do do a trailer, it's all music. I know how to do music for 15 minutes and then I'll tell you a bit about my, no one cares about your music. Okay. Copy this format and remember these two things, 90 to 120 seconds long. Why? Because it's proven to work. Look at the movie trailers. It's not an accident. No long music introduction. All right. Music running underneath your voice is quite cool. Like you can do something quite nifty with that. But don't build 30 seconds of introduction in. Like people are going to skip and get bored of that, all right? That's why TV shows don't have opening credits anymore. Think about it. When was the last time you saw a TV show with opening credits? Can't, I cannot remember the last time. They used to have them. They were awesome. Like remember all the amazing theme tunes? That's gone. Like that's all gone. So there's a reason that this happens and we can learn a lot from that kind of media. So just to summarize that, that bit in blue, and I'm, I'm do, I do these slides quite verbatim just so people can screenshot them. So it's vital to make sure that you tell people that your show is free to listen to and that it's available in any app that supports podcasts, okay? Because not everyone knows what a podcast is, all right? So I'll skip back to the last slide. Copy this format, literally screenshot that, okay? Just who you are, a short line on your background, which is serving the purpose of letting people know why they can trust you. The day and times that you release your episode, the format of your episodes, whether you're an interview, a solo, a variety, or a story, how to find your podcast and where to find your podcast. All right. Very, very simple, very, very powerful. And it works a treat. Now, one thing that I'm going to throw in there as a bonus is make sure that you curate the next step. Okay. Curate the next step. So about two thirds through your trailer, make sure you're saying to people, Hey, look, before I tell you where you can get this in every podcast app, I recommend that if you do like this, you listen to episode 12. Like, it's so funny. I mispronounced pin tweet 32 times. It's hilarious. You'll never get bored of that joke. It's in episode 12. Go and listen to it. So you curate things because otherwise they're going to look through this big library and not know where to start. And unless a title stands out to them, they won't know what to do. Okay. So give them something to do. Okay. And this is the key. This is the kicker. All right. People want to consume good stuff. That's why they're here at this summit. That's why you're here trying to learn podcasting. And Dawn, it's why you're here 
building this amazing summit for people to build, just to dig into and just to build their own authority. And the thing is, they will tune in to content. But the key thing is, you need to remember that that's in the speech bubble, the little cartoon guy is saying, they're not a download, they're actual people. So we've got to treat them like that. And just being lazy and saying, subscribe now to everything doesn't work. All right. So get more genuine listeners. All right. And uh, yeah, just grow your podcast. This is some free stuff you can get, but um, just, just focus on your listeners. All right. Just really focus on that. Build that trailer, understand the listener acquisition phone. I promise you it does work. I love that. That is just invaluable information. Even for myself, I don't have a trailer because I just, everything was, you know, the introduction, the introduction, the introduction when I was first starting. And so when I heard your uh, presentation, I was like, oh my God, I got to do that because that is amazing. It's like, I love the way you state that because it's true. You know, everybody's like, they want the downloads, they want the subscribers, you know, but it's, it's I always say, you know, try to give them best content. But I love that idea about the trailer because that is so key. That's huge. Can't wait to do more. It is. It's, um, it's important because it's, and it, the, the funny thing about it is like, you can, get a, you can get ahead of this by doing it early on. So you do it early on in your process, but it's never too late. Like you can always redo your trailer and replace the audio file in your podcast host. Um, but, but in particular, the cool thing that you can do with it is you can, you can really sort of start your podcast off because I mean, you're going to get friends and family listening to it and people that are in your extended circles. Like that's how we all start a podcast unless we've got a marketing budget. So you can kind of take that time and ask people what they want to hear more of. Like, okay, you've listened to the show, mum. Thank you. Rather than just saying brilliant, son, that's great. Ask him like, all right, she'll get annoyed because she's blatantly not listened. <laughs> but just test her on it. Which bit did you really like and which bit did you hate? Well, I liked the random spotlight, but that news bit was dull, man. So get feedback early on and then build your trailer later if you want to around it. Like it's never too late to add the trailer in. Um you should, I put a YouTube video about this. Like one of the big things that podcasters never do is test anything. Like I can't think of any other, anything that you wouldn't test things in. So let's test things in podcasting as well. Everything from format, release type, date, time, um, length. Let's test everything and see what works. So it's important, you know, really, really, really is important. I love that. And I, I noticed that like when I do shorter episodes, sometimes they just love that because, you know, they can get the content quickly and, and move on to their next thing. And they're not stuck with something that may go on, you know, who, who is it? Uh, Joe Rogan has like three hour shows or something like that. But, you know, but that's a rarity, you know, so that's, I always say, keep it dark and size to the point. And if you can just try to give as much information um, that people would want to hear in your, in your genre, whatever that might be. And, and I think it'll help also, you know, it also helps with the, with the format, you know, you know, like, are you going to go do, maybe you're going to shoot seven or eight episodes at the same time because, you know, it's easier that way. That would be helpful for people to do that as well. Because I know it's very time consuming. And I always say to people who want to get into podcasting, you know, it does take a lot of effort unless you have a budget to hire people out to do it. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, all the editing, all that stuff, because it is time consuming <laughs> for sure. It is. It is very time consuming. And you just, you got to keep refining, keep studying, you know, just because you can record something doesn't mean you're the best at it. Like I'm not the best podcaster and I'm always studying, always trying to get better, always trying to refine my craft and, and hone that in. And, you know, even the biggest and best people, someone, you know, someone like Jordan Harbinger, um, he works with us on Captivate, but he's got one of the biggest interview shows on the planet and he's always studying to get better as an interviewer and to refine his content. So he, 
even at the upper echelons of podcasting, you don't stop getting better. Um, and I think as long as you understand that and respect that about the craft, then you will get better. So that, yeah, that's a big key takeaway as well. I love it. And can you just tell, I mean, I think what you offer with Captivate FM, as far as your pricing plan goes, I mean, I think that's pretty spectacular. Can you tell us a little bit about that right now? For like if somebody wants to switch over or they want to just join Captivate? Yeah, of course. So we, we built Captivate um, just because we couldn't find a hosting platform for our podcast that we thought was doing um, a, a modern job of it and giving people what they needed. So um, we built Captivate to be very easy to use. The interface is, is very, very simple, very, very powerful. And it's, it's, really, it's really just a fair platform. So you can host multiple podcasts under one account. You don't have to pay for your RSS feeds. Um, we don't restrict features. So many people will restrict features either on a free plan to try and get you to upgrade very quickly or on the paid plan. It'll be like, yeah, start for five bucks. And then like within 20 minutes, it's like, well, you got to pay us 20. So, you know, because they'll hide features. Like we don't do that. The only thing that we do is we just, we charge for the thing that we get charged for, which is bandwidth, essentially downloads. But um, we, we each each tier has got a very generous plan, like 12,000 downloads is the lowest tier. So if you're hitting 12,000 downloads a month for your podcast, you're going to be pretty pleased with that one and you're probably making money and you can afford the next tier. Um, so we, we didn't want to stifle creativity and you can just, you can migrate in from anywhere, move from Anchor, you can move from Libsyn, from Buzzsprout, from anywhere. You can come into us within two or three minutes. The support team are always there and it's just really easy to do it. So I'll be honest, Don, we created Captivate because I wanted it like as a podcaster and now other people use it. So I, I would mean, just selfishly keep it for myself, to be honest. It's a beautiful platform and I've been on Libsyn for years and not that there's anything wrong with them, but I definitely like your platform a lot better. I feel like you have a lot more features and I love the colors schemes that you can do with your you know, website. You could just do a lot with it and it just looks beautiful and I just love everything about it. So if you guys are seriously out there looking to join a, a hosting service, I would definitely go to Captivate FM because you will not be disappointed. Well, thank you very much, Don. Thank you, Mark. I really appreciate your time. I hope to see you at next year's uh, PodFest Expo. I hope so as well. I'm going to try and get Chris to get a little bit more beer involved, maybe a little <laughs> bit more food. And uh, although the pretzels this year were unbelievable, so he did a good job on that. And we'll definitely see you back for those because I, I was addicted to those bloody pretzels. Well, thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. And I hope you and your family stay safe as well. Likewise. Thank you. And well done on everything that you're doing. It's fantastic. So thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Thank you. All right. You heard it there straight from Mark. So don't forget to sign up at www.littledrummergirl.com. That's L-I-L-drummergirl.com forward slash captivate. And get your podcast started because you will not be disappointed and you're going to get hooked just like the rest of us. If you're interested to help us, we are putting together a new podcast network called the Tampa Bay Podcast Network, and it's going to help local businesses and get their messages out to the world. And so it's my mission to help at least 50 different companies here in Tampa or outside of Tampa. You don't have to be in Tampa to be in that world. I got so excited about Patreon that I decided to create an account for you guys. If you're interested, just go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash podcast network. And that'll be my account there. And we will be providing special items just for you that we won't be publishing anywhere else. This is going to be strictly for you guys, but it's actually so that we can try to get everything up and running real quickly so that we can get you the most 
best content out there. We all want great information that's going to help us live better lives. Do you agree? I know I'm always looking for it. And so that's why I thought this network would be a lot of fun. So again, just go to www.patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash podcast network. And the party doesn't end here at the podcast. You know, the party just gets started over at our Facebook group. And if you haven't already joined us, please go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash little drummer girl. That's L-I-L drummer girl. And you can meet like-minded folks like you, whether you're just beginning or you're a seasoned professional musician, artist, or an entrepreneur. We all groove together. I'll see you there. If you like this episode, please share the love. And remember, it's never too late to live the life of your dreams and leave a trailblazing behind you. So rock on and rock out, and I will catch you on the flip side.